Up to the latest day on the Federal Reserve rate hike here. Okay, do the dance move again because I missed it. Oh, you missed it, baby. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess I'll have to go back and watch the stream. Welcome back, Crypto Fam. It's your favorite co-host here, David at Sin City Crypto. We are coming at you live from the Global Studios in Sin City, Nevada, with another one of our live shows. Huge news today: the Feds, Facebook, Robin's dances. All the fun stuff. Charles Hoskinson. We're going to show a video of Charles Hoskinson and what the hell is this America Competes Act and how is it going to affect cryptocurrency. Make sure you stay tuned for that. Before we get started, quick disclaimer, we're not financial advisors. Do your own research. With that being said, let's not waste any more time. Let me introduce you to the man you'll have to deal with over the next hour and a half. Big Rob, what's up? Hola, it's your boy, Big Rob, back in the house. Welcome to Sin City Crypto. If it's your first time checking us out, welcome to the party. We are entertainment-focused cryptocurrency channel. We take the old, the boring, the stale information, and we package it up in a fun and sexy way, just like your boy. Also, quick shout-out to Global Media. They help us broadcast to other channels and just YouTube. And then, we don't just do live streams here. We also do the deep dives. Just the live stream, though. Check out the deep dives. And then, we're a young and growing channel. If you want to grow with us, Hit the subscribe button. If you like the video, hit the like button. We're trying to turn this into a Vegas party. Fill up the chat and notification bell. Let you know when our content goes live. So that way you don't miss anything. David. Yo. How you feeling, my dude? Chef Murder is on one today. So a quick shout out. Chef, Russell, Olga, Garrett, Stereo. Welcome back, you guys. We're excited to have you guys back. Very sorry about the stream going down yesterday. It was super windy. I guess one of the towers nearby got knocked out, so we lost all power. Quick, quick. We uh, got it back up quick, but um, hopefully wouldn't affect you coming back and visiting us. We love you guys. You know, I do I do like to appreciate a little diversity in the chat. We do have a female Olga in here. Uh, you know, the, the analytics for YouTube basically say that we are a male-dominated uh, viewer viewership here on the channel. So, uh, Olga, if you got some girlfriends uh, that you want to invite to the chat, we appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I'm excited, bro. Bitcoin it hit 38.5 today, uh, so the markets are looking good. The stock markets are looking good. Financial markets are looking good. And just two, three minutes ago, the feds have announced that they are going to have an interest rate hike coming in March. Now, but what does that it's mean? It's going to remain unchanged for the time being. Yeah, but in March. So I'm curious to see. Let's see. Right now, I'm expecting with the uh, interest rate hike news, I'm expecting Wall Street and crypto to take a pullback. Uh, that's generally what's been happening, or perhaps this is already baked in because the news was expected. Uh, so the pullback we had earlier this week uh, and over the weekend, that was in preparation for the announcement. Here is the announcement. Will we tumble further down or is it already baked in as it is as expected? Uh, but uh, we're going to keep a close eye on the markets. But just know if we get a big movement in crypto or in Wall Street, uh, the reason being is that the announcement of the Fed rate hike. And we're going to pull up the article, uh, see what what the details entail as well. I think we're going to kind of pump here, honestly. You think so? Yeah. I got a good feeling. DFib, my dude, what is up, man? Aaron, welcome back, my friend. Oh, Aaron back in here too. Hi, my man. Oh, it is, is Aaron. Is Aaron the big XRP guy? Uh, I, I don't know. Aaron, what, what what are you holding, man? What's I your think portfolio Aaron's looking the XRP like? XRP guy. 
We have an XRP guy. Also, King Coin, where you at, bro? I hope you're in the chat. If you are, say hello. Also, if it's your first time here at Sin City Crypto, welcome. We'd love for you to say hello in the chat and give you a shout out on our channel. Let us start with something I believe is exciting. And I'm going to pull up my laptop. This is from Glassnode. They are one of the leading on-chain analytics companies in the space. This is a chart. and I'm going to pull up the chart in a different window after I read their tweet. It says, the Bitcoin reserve risk is a macro-scale oscillator capturing aggregate investor behavior and has hit a one-year low. Low values of reserve risk are characteristics of a mid-bear to mid-bull cycles where prices are depressed, but hodling dominates the on-chain. And this is the chart. The white line, let's go, to, let's go show the entire computer here. The white line is the price of Bitcoin and the orange line is the reserve risk. And if we scroll down here, what I love about Glassnode is it explains everything for you. It says, when confidence is high and price is low, there is an attractive risk to reward to invest, which when risk reserve is low. And right now you can see whenever the risk reward, the orange line hits the green, you can see the price correlates and it tends to move up. We see here, big dip, price goes up. Dip down, price goes up, dip down, price goes up. And look where we are today. I will zoom in for you guys. We are currently at the lows. And you can see here, we are starting to bounce back. This is a, a quite impressive indicator and a chart here. I'm, I'm really liking it. So this essentially says right now, the risk to reward investing in Bitcoin is good. So investors are going to be getting in, and this is what the chart talks about. Robin, what are your thoughts on this chart? Uh, it's just more evidence that we are in a great time to buy. If you have been unsure, if you've been looking at the markets, things are tumbling, and you're looking for some kind of evidence to show that you are doing the right thing, you're in the right direction, charts like this uh, do nothing besides comfort you. And also, you know who else will comfort you? Big Rob will comfort you. You won't comfort anyone but yourself, bro. bro. I'm telling you. Because your boy, he done straight made some paper. He done made some cashola. Straight trading crypto. So if you follow us and not make financial decisions by what we do, however, use our, use our information for your own research. You can also prosper just like your boy. Uh, so uh, the chat is a little active today. So Sean's back in Sean, the chat. Welcome. Okay. Sean, welcome back, my dude. This might be the quote of the, the day. Well, we, asked, we asked Aaron if he's an XRP guy. He said, I'm an Algosaurus of the way. He said what? I'm an Algosaurus. Algorand? Algosaurus? Like a, mm. like a, like a, oh, I'm an Algosaurus. Like oh, a dinosaur? Like. <laughs> That's very creative, bro. I love it. Algosaurus Aaron. I'm digging it. You know, I just made the correlation the other day. Maybe call me stupid, but I just realized You're that stupid. Algo or Algorand probably has something to do with algorithm, which is uh, one wow. of the backbones of uh, of cryptocurrency. So, wow, Robin. Uh, you know, here in Vegas, let me, tell you, Nobel Peace let me, Prize let me tell you that. something. Let me tell you about the, about the freeway here in Vegas, okay? Real quick. There's, there's, there's these two main roads that you pass by driving down the freeway here. One's called Green Valley. And the next exit is called Valley Verde. I lived here for 12 years and I kept driving by. And then one day I drove by, I was like, Green Valley, 
And I'm like, Valley Verde. And I was like, wait a second. It's the same damn name, just in a different language, bro. I'm telling you, sometimes things just go way over my head. But uh, anyways, uh, just uh, a side note, you know, I like to uh, talk about things that have nothing to do with crypto, uh, but in my own little head. So now imagine I got this straight cup of coffee today. Imagine having to delicious. Imagine having to deal with that seven days a week for five hours a day. Sucks. All right. Tell us how you guys are feeling in the chat. Are you guys bullish? Are you guys bearish? Do you think this Fed news is good? Do you think they should have just came out and raised the interest rates instead of just slowly putting the knife in, just shove it in there and get it over with? Essentially, what they're doing is they're slowly poking their way into our bodies. And then March comes around, the Fed rate hike comes up. But hold on, did you say poking their way into your bodies? So what it's kind, like, what kind of analysis is so that? So it's like you take a knife, right? Would you rather someone slowly stick the knife into your rib cage, or would you want to just shove it in there and get it over with? Just shove it in there and get it over with, man. Where? What? That's all I'm saying. What they're doing is, oh, uh, yes, we are going to do a Fed rate, the interest rate hike, but don't worry, guys. It won't be this month. Okay, It'll if, be in if you came to Cincinnati Crypto for witty and smart analysis and comparison and analogies, please pay no attention to the host here on your right. Now, what do we got in store today? How you feel? Oh, you know what? Uh, uh, chef said, uh, "Is it a Vegas party yet?" It's not a know, party, Chef. It's not a party till you get till we get twenty viewers in here. So if you guys stay active in the chat, if you, make sure you like the video and tell your mama and your friends and your pets about the channel. Get them in here. Uh, once we get twenty viewers, it'll officially be a Vegas party. You know what we need? We need one of those like uh, sound effects. It's like brum, brum, brum. you know, you know what I'm talking about? No, no. Yeah, I tell you, we need like a party sound effect. Okay, tell me. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we lost three viewers because of you. Thanks, bro. Uh, we are getting into our very first segment, the hot take. Let's go ahead and get right into it. That's hot. All right, so for a hot take today, I'm going to preface it by showing you guys a chart. This is. The Bitcoin dominance chart. Well, it's the Bitcoin and the crypto asset dominance chart. You can see here, obviously, the, the top graph line here is the Bitcoin dominance. At the height, we were roughly sitting around 95% Bitcoin dominance. This was back in 2014. Yeah, 2014, with very little competition. So. Now, we are at 41%. So, the hot take that I'm posing, will Bitcoin dominance ever get back to 50%? Robin? Nope. No? Nope. Okay. So there's a psychological number. It is over $30,000. And this psychological number is Bitcoin. And everybody in the space understands that Bitcoin is only going to grow so much. And so you get all these new investors, you get all this new money, they're pouring into cryptocurrency, they're looking for the big gains. And where are the big gains to be made in, in the entire ecosystem? However, Bitcoin is the safest, but not with the most upside. So if you're looking for the Xs, if you're looking for those gigantic returns, you're going to go to the altcoins. And that's just the psyche of the investor, the, the new investor that comes in. Uh, institutions and old school hodlers, they're going to stay with Bitcoin. It makes sense. It's something they're comfortable with. It's something they've been investing in. But this new money is coming in and they're like, I want to put a thousand in and pull five thousand out. 
And for you to get a 5X return on Bitcoin at this moment, it's going to be over $160,000. Now, do you have the patience for that? Maybe not. At least not the majority. And because the majority lacks patience and the HODL mentality, uh, they are going to go into risk on assets with altcoins. Uh, And you can start at the top with the most secure altcoin, Ethereum, and then work your way down through Binance and all the others to follow. So, you know, that's, that's just how the market is now. And will Bitcoin get more dominance? Yeah. Through a bear market, more people invest in Bitcoin. But the mentality has changed. People are looking to make money and the money is to be made in the altcoins. That's where the X's are at. That's where the that's where your portfolio sees the parabolic rise. Uh, Bitcoin, safe. Altcoins, big gains. And because of that, I don't think we're going to see Bitcoin ever over 50% market dominance. What's say Never? You, never. Well, the days are over. I, it will be over 50% because of everything you just said. I was talking to three people yesterday, three friends of mine. And they all said, I was like, what are you guys doing with the crypto portfolios? And they all said, I moved 90% of my stuff into Bitcoin, which is typically what people do. And it's, and it's a good thing because Bitcoin is the first market mover. So it definitely will get over 50% because of everything you just said. I don't understand how you just contradicted yourself. You said people move their money in Bitcoin during bear markets, but no, the dominance will not get over 50%. How, how, how does that make any sense? No, I'm saying the, the market dominance will always be in favor of Bitcoin. They will always have the market dominance. But it'll never I don't over think 50%. Ethereum's ever going to flip Bitcoin, in my opinion. And I think it's going to have the market dominance. However, the days of 50%, the days of having over half of the investment in one asset are done. Those days are gone. And 40%, I think, is the cap. 45%, whatever. I don't know. And from there forward, it's just going to keep losing more and more dominance as more players become uh, have larger communities and they start integrating new features and they get more utility and more people are transacting. Let's not kid ourselves. Bitcoin is a store of value. There's no need to, to hold Bitcoin in your wallet in your, in your everyday transactions. What about the Lightning uh, Network? I, there are exceptions. In the grand what scheme, about of smart things. contracts being built on Bitcoin. These are all secondary. These are all ideas. These are all things that they would like to happen. But realistically, why use Bitcoin for payment when there's already payment platforms already established and running at the moment that do it better and faster? It just makes sense. Why try? Why try to soup up an old ass Volkswagen Beetle from the 1980s? Why, why, why try to trick it out and make it run faster? Just go buy a new car. Go buy a sports car. You know, if, you're, if that's what you're looking for. But you know what is reliable is that 1980s Beetle. That thing will, will, that thing will go through all rust buckets. It can go off-roading. It can, you know, you can put a convertible on there, put some surfboards on the top, whatever you want to do. That thing, that thing has got versatility. But it ain't no race car. Don't, don't fool yourself. And if you're looking for speed, you're going to go out and you're going to buy that sports car. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Was that on camera? Yeah. Did you put it you're on? Trying to make fun of me? Is that, is that what it is? You trying to sabotage me? You Donnie? look like a guy that would drive a Volkswagen Beetle. And what do you drive, Robin? Don't worry about it. Yeah. I got a bus pass. Chat, we want to know, what do you guys think? Do you guys think Bitcoin dominance will ever be over 50% again, or do you think it'll stay under? I have a question. Robin, I'm a crypto newbie. Hey, Robin, I've never invested in crypto. I don't even know how to do it. 
what what is one coin I should buy? And your answer is So you're a newbie. Not- Never invested in crypto. I want to get into crypto. I got a thousand dollars I want to invest. What crypto should I put my money in? Well, I would follow it up with the question, how much money are you trying to make? I just want to invest some money. I want to get some experience. I personally would tell you to invest in Bitcoin. There you go. So the winner of this hot take is David. But but, but sound advice doesn't mean that's what everyone's going to do. Yeah, well... I'm just being realistic. The, the, the dumb money is going to pour in and they're not going to go to Bitcoin. And we, it, the SHIB and the Doge community has not only cemented you know, that I'm idea. I'm not in the mood today for you to shit on the SHIBs, all right? No, I'm not shitting on it. Right, okay, I'm just right. saying, just those, you know, people, those people, they came in in droves. Their community is gigantic. And they ain't buying Bitcoin. Better they're looking for the short-term gains. And that's what majority of the new investors are doing. When you go to work or when you're at you're at a family reunion or whatever it is and the, the, the topic cryptocurrency comes up, it's always about meme coins and speculative projects. You might have somebody slightly intelligent talking about Cardano, but you know what? What's up? Do you like know DFib? He's always he says Rob is so cool. You're always asking about him. Come on. He's let's, agreeing with you. Let's be real. DFib, what's up? We man? know we know why y'all are coming to the channel. It's for your boy. You know, opinionated. For your boy, okay. His opinionated truth. They backed it up with portfolio gains. Back it up with talk about. Back it up with portfolio gains, my dude. Freeways and random things that literally have zero to do with crypto. Okay, you're not going to get. Leon, what's up, my dude? What's up, my dude? You're not going to get it. You're not going to get personal opinion from these other YouTubers. They, they They got their pockets lined up. With all kinds of sponsors and and portfolio uh, intentions on the back end, yeah, I'm telling I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing, what I care about, what is stupid, and you know what makes sense. Robin, we are making a pledge. Keep it on. Keep the camera on both of us. Okay. Robin and I are making a pledge. Cross your fingers. Pledge. Well, you don't cross your fingers. Two fingers. Two up. fingers up. What about four? We're fingers? making a pledge to our community, no matter how big we get. Okay. No matter how big we get, we will never, ever, we will never, ever take okay. money. We will never take money from a project to do a project. video that we don't one hundred percent believe in, and that mm-hmm. we don't one hundred percent vet. Mm-hmm. That's right. That is our pledge to you guys. You will never see bullshit content mm. because someone paid us. We've actually turned down multiple offers to do videos that people want to pay us. We've said no because we don't believe and in the project. Let me let me let you know. In the bear market, your boys over here, your boys, we all struggling. You know, <laughs> you're struggling. So they're dangling the carrot and it looks juicy, but we ain't taking it. We ain't taking it. You know bait. what's juicier than that carrot? Our community. Yeah. The, you know, we carrots you are actually kind of dry, but, uh, wait, what? I said carrots are kind of a dry, it's a dry, it's a dry vegetable. Unless you dip them in ranch. Unless you like juice that motherfucker, but who, who likes juiced carrots? Nasty. I don't know. All Absolutely right. Absolutely disgusting. You guys ready to move on? Yeah. Let us move on to our next segment. We like to call it the talking points. Let's go ahead and roll it. All right, so typically, well, first of all, we have a video for you guys. Typically, our videos are anywhere between a minute and a half, two minutes. This one's going to be a little longer. It's about, what, was it a four, four and a half minute video, Robin? Yeah, it's uh, just shy of five minutes. Just shy of five minutes. Good content, though. It's really good. It's from Charles Hoskinson, very well-spoken guy, very well-versed, obviously, in the, in the crypto space. There was a, a bill, the America Competes Act of 2022. 
that was just released, I want to say yesterday. And there's some language in there that can affect the crypto markets. And Charles is going to break it down for you guys. Who's the man behind this and what we can do about it. So without further ado, enjoy this video. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about it when it's all finished. Go ahead. Uh, there's currently a cold war going on and i'd say in washington dc against cryptocurrencies by certain parties and they've been tremendously successful at sneaking in certain bureaucrats into high positions of power and passing pieces of legislation like the infrastructure bill with catastrophically damaging language let's talk about the latest monster of the week this is brought to you by representative jim himes so Jerry Brito threw up the flag today on Twitter. He's important, included in the America Competes Act, or doesn't compete, uh, just introduced in the House and will likely very pass, uh, very likely pass in some form as a provision that would be disastrous, not just for cryptocurrency, but for privacy and due process in general. So let's read the blog post about this. Uh, title is New Bill Would Hand Treasury Blank Check to Ban Crypto at Exchanges. And not just crypto, provision in the America Competes Act would allow Treasury to secretly prohibit any kind of transaction it deems a concern without any public notice or input. So uh, those who understand the Bank Secrecy Act, uh, it gave the Treasury Secretary very significant powers called special measures. And it's mentioned here. So it says another must-pass bill, another rush policy that severely damages the privacy and constitutional rights of cryptocurrency users. We've just seen language in the America Competes Act of 2022, see page 1,482, a bill ostensibly about economic competitiveness with China that would strip all administrative procedures and safeguards from the imposition of the so-called special measures uh, prohibitions in the Bank Secrecy Act while simultaneously expanding authority for such prohibitions to cryptocurrency activities. In brief, it would hand the Treasury Secretary unchecked discretion to forbid financial institutions, including cryptocurrency exchanges, from offering their customers access to cryptocurrency networks. Okay, so basically, BSA gives the Treasury Secretary a power to say, hey, there's, there's something here that we're concerned about, and he can temporarily ban it for up to 120 days. And at that point, he needs a public hearing, uh, a public inquiry to go through the process of formalizing that special concern. Basically, what happened is this guy decided last year to, to sneak this into the National Defense Authorization Act. It failed, got removed from the bill because people realized how damaging it would be to hand one bureaucrat who's unelected unilateral authority to ban any financial transaction in the United States with no public hearing, right? We like to believe that that's probably a good idea on a checks and balance government. So this congressman decided to take that exact same language that was stripped out of the old NDAA bill that couldn't get passed and put it into America Competes right here. And if this is passing, it would give Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, the unilateral authority to indefinitely ban all cryptocurrencies in the United States with no public hearing, no checks and balances, no say. Just wake up on the wrong side of the bed and say, you know, that crypto stuff is real bad. Uh, let's just get rid of it. And we're just going to hand it in a bill, apparently, that's trying to be passed as part of this uh, broader agenda to compete with China by destroying a $2 trillion part of our economy. 
you can't even make this shit up anymore. You know, I was very diplomatic with the infrastructure bill. We called senators. We said, hey, let's get around. Then we got Shelby'd. Now they're just, just throwing it in there. And why would Jim do this? Well, you know, here's his Wikipedia page for what that's worth. Let's look through. Uh, he went to Harvard. Okay. Yeah, he spent some time in Lima. All right, there we go. Got him. Went to Oxford. Oh, that's good. Oh, here we go. 1995, Haynes began working at Goldman Sachs as a banker in Latin America, New York, and eventually promoted to vice president. Ah, he's part of the vampire squid. One of the new Democrat coalition shills that came in from Connecticut's fourth congressional district and takes orders from the banking lobby. There you go. That's where the money came from. There is no transparency here. There's no checks and balances here. It's an unprecedented power grab and it's being snuck into a bill and there's an attempt to bury it, no debate, just pass it immediately. We can't discuss it. And unfortunately, this particular bill, no matter what we say and do, will pass the Congress. The Senate depends on Joe Manchin because it's 50-50. Because this bill is part of the Biden agenda, it's a Democrat bill. Democrat House will pass it with a rubber stamp. No debate, no discussion. Get it through as quickly as possible. Let's go. All right. Okay, so we thought we dodged a bullet with the infrastructure bill. Apparently not. Now, of course, the Senate, the Congress, the fucking House, they're going to say, no, 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 no. Just because the language is in there, it doesn't mean that's what we're going to do. But if you know anything about history, it's much easier to give power than to take power away that's already been given. So now we're giving one single person the power to unilaterally just wake up one day, just like Charles said, and say, you know what? I don't like what cryptocurrency is doing. I'm going to go ahead and put a 120-day ban on it. What the fuck, man? This is absolute horseshit. I hope that we can come together as a crypto community, all the people, the executives, people like Charles Hoskinson, Brian Armstrong, Sam Bankman-Fried, they can all come together and lobby for, like this is this is fucking ridiculous and i actually went through and i read some of the um the actual bill obviously i didn't read the whole thing because it's like 1700 pages but he just put it in a nutshell so let us know what your guys thoughts are um i know they're gonna say again no it's not gonna happen blah blah blah, blah. do you think they'll actually have the balls to just flat out come out and say, you know what, we're going to put a temporary ban on cryptocurrency or we're going to ban Bitcoin or whatever the case may be. Robin? So, I am not surprised because government, the U.S. government wants to ban crypto. They want to regulate the crap out of it and it scares the banks. And the banks are the ones that fund the government and the politicians and the campaigns and pay for all of those little bills that they always have. And with that said, I I hope, I hope the cream rises to the crop. I hope that the cream rises to the what? Yeah. I hope that people do what's right. You say the cream rises to the crop? The top, baby. I said the crop. So I would assume that the politicians are going to do what's right. I would Uh, hope. Say that one more time without laughing. I would hope that they will see. Now, this isn't, this isn't just an, a bill that's focused or not a, you know, or, or text that's focused just for cryptocurrency. This also goes for wire transfers and and everything else. So basically if this were to pass, the government could essentially be like, 
Nah, 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 nah. You're not about to send that money overseas. No, no, we ain't gonna have that. With with no reason, yeah. with with no warrant, with no disclosure, they blank, can just blank shut check, bro. Blank check. And and yeah, it 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 might be pointed towards cryptocurrency, but we already know what happens when uh, uh, officials, top ranking, top ranking government uh, agencies, what they do. When something isn't exactly favorable to them, they take advantage of laws, bills, proposals, executive orders to push their own agenda forward. Uh, so this just gives them more ammunition to control what is going on. And, you know, Charles is very outspoken. We need people like that to bring awareness because I didn't see anything on this bill this morning. And it's not some big headline, but I bet you what, now that he's spoken, it's going to be a big headline, oh, uh, and sure. maybe it would have gotten there without his voice, but he, this man brings attention to it right away. And with the last bill that, that got the, what was it, the infrastructure bill? Yep. right. So the last <clears throat> bill that had verbiage in there for cryptocurrency, the crypto community stood up and they got super vocal they went to the congressmen's and they went they went to their their political leaders and they they said this ain't this ain't gonna happen not on my watch and what they do they rolled it back they removed and they and they took things out so is it gonna happen again i think so i think what's gonna happen is when i say people gonna do what's right they're gonna do what's right because people are gonna speak up People are going to be pissed off. People are going to be outside the government. People are going to be writing letters. They're going to be writing emails. They're going to be on TV with, with cameras in front of them, speaking about their disgust, and it's going to be a bad look. It's going to be a bad look for somebody for re-election because you know what? There's a lot of people in cryptocurrency, and there's a lot of people that have portfolios nowadays. Back in 2017, 2016, maybe not so much, but right now there's a big-ass chunk of Americans that have money tied up in a crypto, and you start threatening it, and you put it in front of TV, and you're like, hey, they're about to, they're about to, mess, with your, they're about to mess with your portfolio. They're about to mess with your gains. What are people going to do? What am I going to do? I'm going to go right down. I'm going to go right down to Congress. I'm going to do everything in my power. And there's going to be thousands, if not millions of other Americans that follow suit, that raise up and speak their voice. And they're going to do what's right because not because it's morally and ethically correct, but they're going to do it because they don't want to mess with their, with their campaign funding. They don't want to mess with reelection. They don't want to stain their image. And that, that's how I feel about this. So I doubt it. I think it's going to go in front of people, but I doubt that it's going to pass or I think there's going to be enough, enough uproar that it's going to get shut down. I hope so. And by the way, Aaron just confirmed, you did say the cream rises to the crop. <laughs> I don't have to work on your vocabulary here. Well, you know, hold on a second. Let me, let me tell you something. I'm a huge fan of cream of corn. Okay. <laughs> uh, stop. Cream please, of corn no, is one of my stop. favorite sides on the Thanksgiving stop Day it, table. Please, yeah, I'm telling please, you. Please. You get you mute get him. both. You get mute both him. your vegetable. You get your sweetness. Please you get the creaminess. Uh, it's it goes good with mashed potatoes. Good with protein. Cream of corn is one of America's finest delicacies. And if you're getting it out of a can, you should be ashamed of yourself. Just get some cream, a little cornstarch, stir it up, saute some corn. Boom. Put the two together. It's one of the simplest recipes. Absolutely goddamn delicious. You done? Yeah. Oh my god! Please, man, please. Fucking shit! All right, let us know what you guys think in the chat. We're we're interested to see your, our community's opinion. What you guys think will actually happen? Do you think this will get vetoed down? Do you think we'll get some lobbying going on, or do you think it'll go through as written? This Jim Himes guy. Who the fuck elects these people? Oh, we do. Sorry. 
Now, here's another question I want to ask. Who would you like to see run for president and win in 2024 in the U.S.? Anybody under the age of 60. My vote is for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He's young. He's smart. Big crypto guy. Mostly big crypto guy. That's my guy. Robin, who's your pick? My pick is uh, DFib. Because this man, he knows. He knows. He knows, he knows about cream of corn. You guys definitely have a bro. He knows about cream of corn. He knows. He knows what's up. Uh, now, I, I will take any person, anyone under the age of sixty, <laughs> preferably fifty. But if you're under, if you, if yet, if you're not ancient, and you haven't been corrupted over the last forty years ancient. in the government ecosystem, then maybe you'll be a good fit. Maybe it'll be a little bit more progressive and forward thinking and you won't be so ingrained with the, how the things were run financially in the past that maybe, maybe you understand crypto. Maybe you understand its potential. Maybe you could see it for the technology that it is. Something beautiful that could change the world. Just don't because start talking about creamed corn, please. Creamed corn, man. You know, you know, what, you know what's nasty is the, the casserole with the cream? The green bean casserole? That's nasty, though. My wife makes that. That's actually really good. It's disgusting, right. man. If you come to my house with a green bean casserole, I'm locking the door, bro. I'm just going to say that shit right now. All right, fair you enough. You ain't coming in, bro. I, ain't, I don't want to go to your house anyways. All right, let's move on to our first article of the day. Some Mark Zuckerberg news. Mark Zuckerberg's meta in talks to sell assets in crypto project DM, says the report. Meta, formerly Facebook, is reportedly in talks with investment bankers to sell its assets in the cryptocurrency project DM, formerly known as Libra, due to fail to get regulatory approval. If I scroll down here, I highlighted some uh, text for you guys so you can kind of get the gist of the, of the uh, story here. Facebook first unveiled the Libra crypto pro- uh, project in June of 2019. Since then, it has faced relentless scrutiny from regulators worldwide causing some partners to abandon the project including visa mastercard and paypal so they're throwing in the towel on their dm project i'm not surprised it was a shitty project to begin with but i think now they're going to focus more on the metaverse we'll see what happens robin what are your thoughts well they they're trying to build everything themselves and there's already protocols out there like why build an entire blockchain just focus on what you do well. It's a social network. And it's a platform for people to talk to each other. You're not, you know, when you look at like Square, for example, their payments infrastructure, that's what they do well. So the integration of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency with that platform makes sense. However, what doesn't make sense is Facebook trying to make a blockchain protocol and trying to launch their own stablecoin. And it's like, come on, bro. If you want to do it, just... Just pick one of the protocols that are already working and just integrate it into your system and just focus on what you do well. Do you think do you think when when Meta like finally reaches, you know, it's starting to build out the metaverse that, that it'll be open source? Or do you think they'll no. Yeah. No. That that is the one thing that people are complaining about, that people are worried about. Okay. Is Meta Well, think of it this way. Most or pretty much all of the ideas behind metaverse for almost every single project is that the world is not built on the blockchain. It doesn't run on the blockchain. Uh, it's not a computer system that, that 
can like render graphics and things like that. The blockchain, they basically leverage it to keep track of assets and things like that. So when you purchase something, you put something down or whatever it is, it tracks where it is. But the software itself is is like a game. And so you're basically just putting what's on the blockchain, what what, what is your, your, your NFTs basically. Uh, so... Nobody's, nobody's, nobody's going to build a game. NFTs? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to build a game. Nobody's going to build an entire world in a blockchain. The, the amount of data that is on that is, will never fit. So no metaverse project that will ever be created will ever be open source because the world will not live on the blockchain. Just the assets and what goes on in there. Basically a track record will, will live on the blockchain, but fair enough. Now, um, Chad, what do you think? What do you guys think? Let us know. We'll have to discuss with you. But one last thing: this the writing was on the wall for this article, uh, or for for this for for this story. You're the, talking about their project, uh, yeah. And yeah. the reason being is that they lost over half of their developers to other other protocols and other projects. Uh, so this was that, a, a well uh, about a year ago, and it all started going downhill when Zuckerberg went in front of Congress for one of their hearings, uh, and they were ba- basically drilling drilling them with questions, uh, all in regards. Well, not all, they had other topics, but one, one of the, one of the big talking points was this DM thing, and they were scared he was going to run his own stablecoin and then have more control over his users, and he already has, and so. From that point forward, it seemed to be like it's just been on downward trajectory. They lost all, they lost a big ass chunk of their developers, and then they started focusing on the metaverse and not so much. They do have the, uh, the was it the Nori wallet, Nova no, 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 Novi wallet, Novi wallet, Novi wallet. So they have not exited the blockchain space. I think, I think they're going to take their wallet. They're just going to have another chain power it. They're going to integrate the wallet into the metaverse when they do build it out and then i think that's how it's going to go forward so okay we are moving on to our next article article big vlad vladimir putin urges government and the russian central bank to find a consensus on crypto so just to break it down the central bank of russia says ban crypto the government says no we don't want to ban crypto and big v is coming out and saying figure your shit out and let us know what you want us to do i got a feeling though He's going to get the final say in this whole debacle. So reading some, um, some quick key points here. Russian President Vladimir Putin has requested that the nation's government and central bank come to an agreement on cryptocurrencies. According to the Russian president, the regulator's stance is motivated by the fact that expansion of this sort of business poses risk to Russians, given the extreme volatility of cryptocurrencies. Here's another example of a country that is so worried about how much money we're making and losing with our investments. They don't trust that we know what we're doing and that we know how much we can afford to invest, how much we can afford to lose, and what volatility is. What? Oh, it so fucking annoys me. How many people have you met in life that got evicted or they're living on the street or they, they reach out to you because they got no money and it's all because they overinvested? Do you know anybody? No. So the people that invest are not going broke and and losing their livelihood. They're not. People are losing money. But the people that are struggling are people that don't have access to investing. People that don't even have an option to do it. And until recently, until the last 10 years, 
how, if you wanted to invest in Wall Street or anything in general, even a 401k, you had to go hire a firm. And now the walls are coming down and you have options. You can invest in cryptocurrency. You can invest in the stock market. And as cryptocurrency, as this, as this world keeps growing, as this ecosystem keeps growing, it puts pressure on the traditional financial system to offer inclusion to everybody. Because in the past, it was only, a, 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 it was only a, something that was allowed by selected few. It was only people that had enough money to pay the fees, people that could that could afford the minimum. You you know you couldn't go to a merit TD Ameritrade uh, twenty years ago and be like, hey, can I invest a hundred bucks? <laughs> nah, they ain't gonna take that. You know you got to come in with at least a, with at least two three thousand. And so now you're talking about opening up a uh... yeah in in nineteen in two thousand you wanted to go and invest a hundred dollars in the stock market. How would you do that? It wasn't even possible. There's no Robin Hood. The yeah. only thing you could do is go to the bank and buy a, buy a 20-year bond. That's, that's about all you could do with $100 and how it used to be. You can play and you know what? Cryptocurrency is putting the pressure on the traditional finance to give the middle-class American an opportunity to invest in their future and they can dollar cost average in. They can put in fifty dollars. They can put in a hundred dollars. They can put in five hundred dollars uh, a month. I mean, you can buy fractions of stocks now. That did not used yeah. to be a thing. And and you have um, like the free trading platforms like Robinhood. Not 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 saying that this is something you should go use. Not a fan of Robinhood. I hate However, Robin. I hate Robin and I hate Robinhood. Let's, let's let's be honest. If you want to invest a hundred bucks, you want to pay any trading fees. You know what? Why not use Robinhood? I'm not going to use it. But I just, at least you have that option. I just. Like what, what what really pisses me off is th- this whole <clears throat> narrative of we're we're looking out for investors because cryptocurrency is extremely volatile. So the fuck what? So what if it's volatile? If it's too volatile, people are not going to invest in it. I know plenty of people who don't invest in crypto and ask them why they said it's because it's too volatile for my for my liking, which is completely fine. Which is fine. But you're just talking about ban. Let's ban crypto because it's too volatile. But what if I like volatility? What if he likes volatility? Then then what? Just because 20% of people don't like cream corn, are you going to go ban cream corn? There's so many things that are bad for our health. You, you leave, cigarettes. You leave cream, Do they ban cigarettes? You leave cream corn out of this. I'm just saying, man. Like, just enough with this fucking narrative of cryptocurrency is too risky because it's volatile. So fucking what? If you don't want to invest in a volatile asset, don't invest in cryptocurrency. But there's no need to ban it or limit it for the people that do like volatility, that don't mind investing in something that can go down or up 50, 60, 70% in a day. So stop with these fucking blanket ban statement shit that you guys are doing. Enough is enough. A couple more things I want to read from this article here. This is a quote from the president, Putin. Although, of course, we have certain competitive advantages here, especially in the so-called mining referring to the electricity surplus and well-trained available personnel in the country. And on the bottom here, the state of Russia or the country of Russia controls at least 11% of the world's processing power utilized for Bitcoin mining. So a outright ban would be bad for the markets. I don't think it's going to happen, but you never know. You never know with the governments, especially with, with, with a country like Russia and Vladimir Putin. XKGB, straight killer. 
so let us know what you guys think. Do you think Russia will ban cryptocurrency? Are they going to listen to the central bank or are they going to listen to the finance, the finance ministry in Russia? So, and yeah, but they're not banning it. We can all agree that a ban, a crypto ban in Russia would be bad for our space. I don't personally think it's going to happen, but let us know what you guys think. There's too much money in there and there's, there's a lot of jobs that are created. There's a lot of wealth that is stored in Russia in the cryptocurrency sector. And even with what is locked up already in the country, you can see the potential for growth and you know you can get even more value and return out of backing and supporting cryptocurrency. Maybe it's not in your best interest to outright, you know, support it vocally, but maybe just keeping your hands free and just letting it happen. This might be the best thing for you. Bluetooth, baby. Hands-free. Yeah, so. Hands-free, baby. All right, let's move on <clears throat> to our next article. Kazakhstan cuts off power for crypto mining amid blackouts. Also, guys, if you like my accents, the commentary in certain accents, I'm very, very talented. I can do tons of accents. I can do Italian. I can do British. I can do gangster. I can do Hispanic. I can do Indian accent. You, there's a specific one you guys want me to do. Let me know. I'll be more than happy to do it. We love you guys. All right. So Kazakhstan, I just pulled a Robin there. Sorry. Kazakhstan cuts off power for crypto mining amid blackouts. Not something we're going to go too in depth into because obviously it's something that has been talked about previously and it's nothing new, no breaking news. Kazakhstan has cut off the power supply for crypto miners amid blackouts and a growing power crisis in a Central Asian region. Also, that also includes Shergis. Robin, say that word. Kyrgyzstan. Um, Kyrg- Kyrgyzstan. <laughs> Let us know. How do you pronounce this? How would you pronounce it? Kyrgyzstan. And Uzbekistan. That one's easy. Um, and they're going to be blocking the electricity through January 31st. So through the end of the month, they're going to, uh, hopefully it'll come back. Kazakhstan is the number two Bitcoin mining hash rate country in the entire world. They account for close or little over 18% of the total hash rate for the Bitcoin network. So this is big. Obviously, there's bigger things happening in Kazakhstan. You've seen pictures and videos. It is super messed up. So just to be thinking about Bitcoin hash rate in the midst of what's going on there, don't think that, you know, that the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The magnitude of what's happening there is loss. uh, But, you know, we are a cryptocurrency channel. So we do like to talk about how it affects the crypto markets. So obviously, Internet comes back, good for the hash rate. Internet does not, bad for the hash rate. Got anything to add, Robin, before I move on? You know, I actually don't think it'd be a bad thing. The hash rate is a little overextended compared to the price. So I would expect the hash rate to come down. And you know what? If uh, we unplug a few Bitcoin mining rigs, might not be a bad thing, honestly. Uh, It's not usually good for the the price short term, but I don't know. I, I like to look at the positives out of everything. And so there might there might be some positives. Get the get the hash rate back to where it is, so that way the miners uh, aren't basically with a really high hash rate. You're not going to be making as much money uh, as a mining company uh, if the price is down. So the correlation, if you're making, if the price of Bitcoin should be around say fifty thousand plus for it to match where the hash rate is for profitability for a mining company. So yeah, okay. Staying in world news. 
We're moving on to our next article. Binance becomes main sponsor of Argentinian Soccer Association. Binance has signed a partnership agreement with the Argentinian Soccer Association, also known as AFA, one of the biggest soccer federations in the world, to become its main sponsor. Uh, The next five years, well, this sponsorship is for the next five years, and they will issue a fan token. Now, there is a little bit of drama unfolding with this news because the Argentinian Soccer Federation had previously signed a partnership with Socios for a fan token. Now, with the partnership with Binance and the talks of another fan token, Socios is saying, hey, what the hell? You just signed a deal with us. What are you guys doing? Uh, This is a direct quote from uh, Director of Binance, Latum, Latum, Maximiliano. Uh, Through this agreement, we hope to support Argentine soccer at all levels and introduce Binance, the crypto world, and the blockchain to soccer fans across the country and the world. Again, they already have issued their own fan token through Socios, and this is a quote from Socios. They're not too happy. We will do everything in our power to prevent this and to protect the rights of fans who purchased ARG fan tokens. We are facing a flagrant breach of contract, and we will take all necessary legal measures to guarantee that AFA fulfills the commitments acquired with Socios.com. We've already seen this with AC Milan. They have a fan token. If you're not familiar with a fan token, it's essentially a way to take your community and monetize on it. So. For example, with AC Milan, they had a instance where all token holders got a vote of who do you guys want to see AC Milan sign as the next free agent? And if you're a token holder, if you're in the token holder community, you were able to get a vote and then your vote was taken as you know part of the process. And then whoever got the most votes, that's the person they went on to sign. So that's just one thing that these com- something like a soccer federation or a country can do with a fan or social or community token. So, Robin, what are you thought? So, I, I, you know what I'm, I'm thinking. I think they're gonna, are they're gonna probably have the big Binance logo on their jersey, right? Uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of a given. Uh, so, lots of exposure. Now we get excited about the Staples Center renaming to the FTX Arena, Crypto.com uh, Arena. Oh, yeah, you know it was at that article. So, yeah, the Crypto.com Arena. And so I'm really excited to see soccer crypto advertisement on a global stage. So there's not just Americans watching uh, a basketball game. You have countries around the world, international players, all seeing every game with that Binance logo there. So I think it's huge. Uh, the fan tokens is catching fire in the soccer communities. So really excited to see that growth. Uh, I think the fan tokens is probably something that's going to explode here oh, in the U.S. Uh, we haven't seen much of, of it, if any, in any of the uh, major leagues here in the U.S. But there's no reason. It sh- it, I would expect it would pop off in the NBA because they were the first ones to get behind the NFTs. Obviously, we see how successful those were. and why not? Why not have a fan token if you're if you're a Lakers fan? And then you could You say Lakers fan? Yeah. You know who the biggest Lakers fan? Right here. But Lakers kind of suck right now. I haven't had time to watch the games because I've been really busy with the show and dealing with Robin, but yeah. But we have yeah. Sh- shots have been fired in the chat, Robin. What happened? D Fib's not happy with you. What's he not happy about? He's he's mad. What's he, he mad? He said about? his new favorite co host is David. Where's that at? He said, I have dismissed 
several other channels notifications for crypto news since watching you guys robin don't you ever question my loyalty again dfib on behalf of robin i'm sorry we will not question i will not question your loyalty and if robin ever questions your loyalty again i will stop him dead in his tracks x l space dfib space l x you are my homie. I got your whole name out there. He's never done that before. I'm just going to go ahead and say that, okay? All right, your boy here, he's going to come correct. I'm going to recognize you for who you are and every character in your name. How you doing? <laughs> You're so weird, bro. All right, we're going to move on to some Big Mac news. McDonald's responds to the Elon Musk request to accept Dogecoin. If you're not familiar with this whole saga, McDonald's came out and tried to shit on us when our portfolios are down and said, how are your crypto portfolios looking? And then we fired back. President Bukele put on a McDonald's hat to insinuate he's working at McDonald's. So did Michael Saylor. Did Elon Musk do the same thing? No. Elon Musk said that, what did he say? He'll eat a Big Mac if they, um, they accept Doge, Robin? So Elon Musk tweeted out after McDonald's poking of cryptocurrency when the portfolios are down. Elon Musk said, McDonald's, you accept Dogecoin. I will eat a Happy Meal on TV. A happy Meal. Okay. Yeah. Which, first of all, my question to Elon Musk, what, what, what's a grown-ass man doing eating a Happy Meal? Hey, ain't nothing wrong with Happy Meals, bro. You get a toy. You get apple juice, apple slices. No. No. First of all, here's the thing. You get a toy. This man literally has... The coolest toys in the world. He's got he's got rockets. He's got rockets. He's got rockets. What what toy? What toy can you name that is better than a rocket? Not a sports car. Not an off road vehicle. Uh, not a not a bungee jump. Literally the coolest toy in the world. He don't need no ninety nine cent toy. He don't need something that's gonna end up in a landfill in in two days. Like, go get a Big Mac. Get a quarter pound of a cheese. Okay. Maybe get one of those chicken sandwiches. So this article is a little juicy. I'm gonna tell you why. First, I'm going to read a couple things here. And Robin said this. He said, McDonald's has seemingly backed away from the offer by tweeting that it'll accept Dogecoin if Tesla accept Grimace Coin. Okay. So Grimace Coin, Grimace is something associated with McDonald's, apparently. It's the purple, it's the purple yeah. uh, chicken nugget purple looking monster. guy. The purple yeah. chicken nugget monster. So here's what happened. Just minutes after McDonald's tweeted, someone created an actual token called Grimace Coin and on Binance guess. Smart Chain. Let me guess, it's pumping? And it pumped more than 261,000% in hours. In fucking hours, man. This is insane, bro. This is crazy. So, uh... <laughs> you did this, McDonald's. You did this. This is funny. Uh, but the last thing I want to read here is uh, due to low barrier to entry, Binance Smart Chain has become a hotbed for quick dump and pump, dump, pump and dump projects, which is why investors should exercise caution. I've gotten, I've been part of pump and dumps. I've been part of rug pulls. And guess what? They've all been on the Binance Smart Chain. Not saying don't buy any cryptos that are on the Binance Smart Chain. Just know that a lot of the scams are, are launching on it because the low barrier to entry, it's cheaper, it's faster, it's less complicated than Ethereum. So just be very aware. Be cognizant. Do your research. Don't ape into a project with with something you can't afford to lose. So that's just my two cents. Anything else before we move on to our last article? I I just say I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden Grimace Coin got in the top 100. Hell no. Hell no. I mean, Dogecoin started as a joke. Well, this was a rug pull for sure. 
Dogecoin started as a joke. Yeah, you're a joke too, but I'm still hanging out with you. Mm. This last article I'm going to talk about, this one is... So typically, we don't like to do articles that are opinion-based, but this one has merit. Kathy Wood leading... I would say she's the most influential female in the world of finance and possibly crypto. What do you think, Robin? In the crypto space, yes. Uh, she you runs. Can, you can't investment. ignore the power of Elizabeth Warren and Janet Yellen. I think they're Even the most Elizabeth influential. Warren, they're the most influential in the financial space because they pretty much okay, private sector. Okay, they're private sector. Yes, okay. absolutely. She is the head of number one. Invest. They have a shitload of money under management. She predicts that Bitcoin could reach a million dollars by 2030. Okay, this is a big, 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 big. I'm like, I can't, I can't think of my words today. Prediction. ARK Investment Management predicted that the price of Bitcoin would surge above 1 million by 2030. And some key takeaways here and factors. Bitcoin's cumulative transfer volume last year surged by 463%. And the network's annual settlement volume surpassed that of popular payment provider Visa. Here's something I thought was even more interesting than a million dollar bitcoin arc invest also predicting that ethereum market cap will exceed 20 trillion dollars by 2030 which means a unit of ethereum one ether could sell for 168 thousand dollars and that ether could compete as global money can you see can you imagine 168 thousand dollar ethereum robin could you well, Kathy Wood is extremely bullish on Ethereum. This isn't the first time is she she's too made bullish? some. I think it's 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 unrealistic. And now the reason which I which one the million dollar Bitcoin or the hundred sixty eight thousand dollars? Yeah, one hundred sixty eight thousand hundred thousand dollar Ethereum. Let, let's be let's be honest. Aaron said he's aping in a grimace right now. Don't do it, bro. Don't do so, it. So at one hundred sixty eight thousand. Okay, where we're at now with the. What is it like two hundred and fifty billion dollar market cap right now? For what ETH? ETH, yeah. No, so, ETH is over three. Three hundred. ETH is at uh, three fifteen. Okay, so three hundred fifteen million dollar billion dollars market cap, and right this moment it's slow as hell. It's over congested with tons of fees. How in the hell? Is this thing supposed to scale up to some astronomical figure that brings its price? Uh, what is it? A hundred X? Yeah, no. let's say ninety X. So ninety times the amount of valuation. So theoretically, roughly ninety times the amount of users on on the system transacting daily. And if it grows that much and it's the world currency, then there's going to be even more transactions. It's not going to be people just simply buying NFTs and, tra and trading coins on Uniswap. At that point, every person that uses it is probably using it 10 times, 10 times more than they do now. So I just don't see it. They, they can barely scale up right now. This Ethereum 2.0 has been pushed back three years. So you're telling me in 10 years, you're supposed to be Ethereum 10.0? Eight years. That's what eight years Ethereum eight point oh because because whatever what, that's what I'm saying like so that's what think, it's gonna have so to you be. You don't think when they get to a proof of stake they're gonna be able to 
to, to get to where she doesn't change the blockchain. It, the block size doesn't all of a sudden get bigger. Yeah, but the consensus the, the consensus the consensus <laughs> is done is done faster because of proof of stake. However, transactions are settled faster. The yeah, network doesn't get as yeah, bogged down. Yeah, but but okay. you're still talking about growing a network by 90x. 90x is 9000%, right? Do you think in 2030 do you think in 2030 that real a majority of the real estate transactions will be done on the blockchain? Yes or no? 2030? No. 2030. No. No? Not not majority. Not majority. No. Hmm. I think they'll start getting there, but it won't be the majority. I think I think maybe 20% of transactions will be done on blockchain. 80% and traditional. How big is the real estate market? Right now there's no tra- right now you're talking about 0.000001. Houses are bought with, with, with you're, you're talking like less than maybe a hundred houses a year are, are, are on the blockchain. So 10 years from now, it's not going to be, there's, there's just too many people that are elderly that are not looking to learn crypto and they're happy with their bank account. They're happy with their real estate agent and they're just going to use it. That's what they're comfortable with. Real estate. I was looking at real estate market, $10.5 trillion. Yeah. That 20 trillion is, is extremely bullish i think by 2030 i can see it get to like two three four maybe five trillion dollars for for ethereum but that would mean bitcoin would be sitting at like 12 or 12 or 13 i think cryptocurrency as a whole by 2030 will be a 45 50 trillion dollar market in my personal opinion as the use cases grow as more people start adopting it legal tender whatever the case may be integrating it with everyday business and enterprises I definitely think we can get to those numbers, but a 20 trillion market cap Ethereum, I think, I mean, but then again, Kathy Wood is way smarter than I am. So who am I? Donnie, what are your thoughts on this, bro? Do you think we'll see $168,000 Ethereum? Not going to happen. Not going to happen. What about a million dollar Bitcoin by 2030? Definitely not going to happen. Okay. What do you guys think? Let us know in the chat. Will Bitcoin hit a million? Will ETH hit 168? We'd love to know your thoughts. Also, before we move on to our last and final segment, the market analysis, if there is a project you want us to take a look at, entry point, exit point, what it's doing, price movement, anything you want us to talk about, please let us know in the chat. Also, KingCoin, <clears throat> by the way, did KingCoin hop in the uh, live yesterday, Robin? Last no, night? No, the only person in there was Stereo2. Stereo2? My dude. It's a good man. I think I might have to cancel. Hey, I think Stereo- I might cancel the... Uh, I think I might cancel the live stream. So here's what we learned. So guys, if, if you want the live stream tonight, let me know and let me know if you if you want to RSVP and we got enough people. Uh, maybe I'll throw it up. Uh, but uh, you know the algorithm's kind of sensitive, so I don't want to throw up a stream and only have like two people in there because then it'll negatively impact other shows in the future. So so you know obviously you know we're a growing channel. We we've only been actually like official since December twentieth. We have been posting videos since. Uh, early October, but we ran into an issue where we started splicing up our market, our our, uh, live shows into smaller segments like the hot take segment. And we learned that that actually hurt us and YouTube stopped recommending our videos to other people. So we're just trying to test out the waters with this, with this nightly live stream. But if uh, I think, do you want to just do it tonight and see how it goes? All right. Yeah. This is going to be our last run. Okay. It'll be our last one. So if we can get over 10 viewers steadily tonight, then, uh, 
then I'll, then we'll go forward with it. But yeah. anything less than 10 viewers, I mean, we're struggling to get 10 viewers today, man. Defib said he's RSVPing. The bromance is live. That's right. He was, and it makes sense because he was mad at you for. We like, got a dress code for the night one because it's a dinner service. So <laughs> make sure you bring a bring a tuxedo, uh, maybe a fine bottle of wine because uh, we we gonna sit back and relax. Okay, I kind of like the vibes of the night one. It's kind of relaxed. You're like lean back in your chair. Yeah, background. You know what? You know what it is? Is that you're not there stressing me the hell out, bro? Because yeah, okay. you know, first of all, I'm over amped up on coffee. Uh, not only did I have a regular cup of coffee, but I messed up my my French press yesterday, and I didn't realize that the uh, the coffee was uh, cold or the water was cold when I poured it in. So, anyways, what ended up happening was I made cold brew, and uh, it just marinated for like twenty four hours, and I came in, and it just caffeine has just got me got me ripped, bro. Yeah, so regular coffee plus yeah, cold these, brew. These two guys, yeah, I'm man, a, dude. I haven't drank any coffee, already, so I'm not. I, I've actually already. in the first twenty minutes Dang. of the show, I peed myself. <laughs> Okay, I with that being bro. said, with that being it. said, that's why I got a standing desk because I got a bucket under here, bro. You know what? <laughs> Isn't stereo too local? Yeah, hey, stereo, man. You come down to the studio, bro. Come this, down here, bro. This is an official invite. Hey, look, pull up the studio cam real quick. Look, look we're gonna put you. You see the you see the couch over there? That's uh that's our guest couch. So you can sit down and watch it right there. You, we'll give you a laptop or something, and then you can uh, you can still <laughs> chat in there too. So so you're still you, you're seriously you're a local. And if anyone else in the chat is local, we'd love to have you come by the studio, hang out with us. We'll talk some crypto. Yeah, we'll, come on in here. Robin will make you some cold brew. Get you yeah. Get y'all get y'all jittery. Amped so up. that your official invite stereo too. You know where to find us. Reach out to us on Instagram at SinCityCrypto underscore one. All right, let's move on to our last segment: the market analysis. You know, I'd love nothing more than to say the markets are looking juicy, but they're not. They're looking a little, eh, whatever. It's up 2.5% on the day. Bitcoin dominance is back down. Yesterday, it got all the way up to almost 43%. We are currently down to 41.6, and ETH is up to 18%. Bitcoin got up to 38.5, literally as soon as Robin mentioned the the Fed news, but now it's back down to thirty-seven-two, kind of trading will you, in that will range. You pull up the chart. I want, I want to see if that. I want to see what happened. Yeah, see that red candle. Is that the red candle? Is that is that when we went? So live? This is a daily chart. You want to go to the hour? Yeah, let's go to the hour. Oh, nothing really happened, no. So this was. So they announced the rate hike at right at eleven. So one hour ago. No, this is Eastern time. No, this is UTC. What what is UTC, man? It's uh, the time Universal? in London. It's the time in London. Okay, all right. I was curious. So, so London is the uh, is the 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 basis for the world time. Okay, so yeah, this is the Bitcoin chart. Ooh, got a little. Uh, That's the little, one hour. This is the one hour. When you guys see when you're doing when you're looking at charts and candles, when you see long wicks, that typically means the market doesn't know what the fuck they want to do. Especially if the body of the candle kind of lies between, right in the center of it. So for this one right here, it's like tons of selling pressure. Oh, no, never mind. We got high. Oh, never mind. We closed kind of right where we opened. Same thing with this one. This one now is is a little more bearish. When you look at candles, 
Think about each candle represents the emotions, the sentiment of the traders, right? So when I look at this candle here, we opened up down here. It got all the way up to $39,000. And now it's back down. To me, that is bearish. That means that there is too much selling pressure. The buying pressure did not hold up. And now we are back down right close to where we uh, where we opened during the uh, when the markets first opened. So just my two cents on some TA. I'm not a TA guru by any means, but I've done TA. I've traded in stocks options for a long time. So I look at charts all the time. And I try to look at each candle or a group of candles as the emotion of traders in the market. That is literally what stock, what moves the stock prices is emotions and the sentiment of people who are trading. Because behind every candle, there is people who are buying and selling the stock, in this case, Bitcoin. So and if you're new in the chat, say hello. Also, if there's a project you want us to take a peek at, if there's something you're interested in, if you're not sure if you should hodl or sell, uh, let us know what you're invested in. We'd be glad to take a look at it as well. Wait, DFib is a local? DFib, do you live in Vegas? Let us know. No. He, DFib said, he's, uh, I think he said West Virginia. Oh, anyways. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the markets here. ETH sitting at 25.29, up 2.8%. You have Binance Coin down to 380. It is down half a percent on the day, 20% for the, uh, for the week. Cardano, seeing a little movement here. We are up 5%. Back up to a dollar ten. Let us know if you're holding any Cardano. I am holding Cardano. Robin's holding Cardano. Donnie's holding Cardano. We want to know if you're holding Cardano. Also, if you are holding Cardano, are you staking it? If not, why? Let us know. The dance dancing is over, guys. This is serious market analysis, please. Uh, Solana. Now, big news for Solana until they fuck it up again with their network outage. Is it fixed? Open no. <laughs> uh, OpenSea is actually going to integrate Solana-based NFTs. So this is huge for Solana. Typically, OpenSea was strictly Ethereum, Polygon, and Clayton Network, all Ethereum-based pro or Ethereum-based uh, layer twos, and obviously Ethereum being layer one. Now they're going to integrate with Solana blockchain. So you'll not only see Ethereum NFTs on OpenSea you'll see Solana NFTs on OpenSea, which is extremely bullish for Solana. Now people can go, if you're a 99% of people, 99% of NFT traders are on OpenSea, now they're going to get exposure to Solana NFTs, which will only be good for Solana and its price. Extremely bullish if you're holding Solana. Let us know if you are holding Solana and let us know what your thoughts are on this news, the breaking news that I just told you guys. You're welcome. You know, I, I can't. That, that's not my style. I'm not Robin. I can't be a narcissist. I can't pat myself on the back all the time. I love you guys. Had to throw that out there. All right. XRP is up 3.3% to $0.63. Cents. I recently bought some XRP a few days ago on KuCoin. Finally joined the XRP army. I got a, a lot of people who were congratulating me. Robin, did you congratulate me, by the way, for my XRP buy? No, because you've been an XRP hater for so long. That's what I'm saying, like but I bought some. It's like the guy that like Chef Murder. You are right. Salon NFTs are they they suck. Uh, they're ugly. They're they're trash. Chef does not like Salon. Me neither. Terra Luna down four and a half percent, and the Dogecoin rounding out the top ten, sitting at fourteen cents. 
Polka dot out of the top 10. Hmm. I believe we did a video, the top three projects, highest reward, lowest risk. Polka dot was on that list along with Cardano and Harmony One. Make sure you go so you guys check that out. A great video came out really, really good. We kind of highlight why we think these projects are in the top three for this year. Polkadot, in my opinion, this year will see a two to three hundred percent gain at minimum. Parachains are in, they're doing more auctions as they go. The network is growing, use cases are growing, dot tokens are being locked up. The econ the ecosystem is expanding, the bridges are coming. Polkadot is 2022 will be the year of the Polkadot unless there's a black swan event or there's a larger, huge bearish market that we are going to be in, that we are currently in. So, Robin. What's up? You want to talk about anything on here? Uh, let's look at, oh, you let's, know what? Let's, let's talk about Polygon, bro. Polygon oh is pumping, my dude. Again, Polygon? Look at Polygon, man. Look how juicy that is. It's only up 6%, bro. Really? Oh, sorry. It's up nine percent, bro. Up, oh, it's up six percent, bro. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, look what it's done in the last seven days. Pull up the seven day chart on on Polygon. It has been moving, man. You sure? <laughs> it's moving. It's moving in my head. Okay, it's moving in my head. All right. You are right. Okay, it has been moving. I am a big polygon it's homer been here. It's moving, but it's moving down. Okay, it's, it's, up, it's, up, it's up 9%. Okay, okay look, over the day. Okay. Over the day, it's oh, been moving. Oh, yeah. See, look at, look at those gains. Look at that chart, baby. I'll give you, chart. Robin, look I will give you the benefit of the doubt, and I will say you wanted to say one day, but you said seven day. So one day, definitely Everything's down on the seven day. Yeah. Everything's down. Everything's down. That big turn we got. Polygon. Let's be real. Ethereum's dragging their feet. Wouldn't surprise me if they delay yet again their upgrade to proof of stake. Uh, it is now called uh, proof of fillet. Proof of consensus. Or no, consensus uh, protocol. Execution? So the, I heard execution. Execution is the old one. Consensus is the new one. And so uh, they rebranded the 2.0. Anyways, when they upgrade, supposed to come in uh, June, July. Probably it'll be delayed till 25. And... In turn, everybody's going to use Polygon. It just makes sense. It's a replica of Ethereum with the upgrade already baked into it. It's faster, cheaper, more efficient. Developers are moving over there. Right now is a great time to buy. You know what? Loopring. Pull up Loopring right now. Pull this up. You want to talk about the best project to get in. What did everybody tell you when Loopring started pumping? They're like, man, I wish I got into Loopring. Man, I wish I got into Loopring. That's all you heard, right? What what was the price, David, when Loopring was quiet and stagnant that people wish they would have got in at? What was the price? Are we talking recently? No, no, yeah. Look, look up, pull the all time or the one year or whatever. Whichever one. What is that? See that price? See that down there? 45 cents. 45 cents. I was in Loopring at like 32 cents or like 42 look at this. cents. 50 cents. <clears throat> people were kicking themselves in the ass for not investing in 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 loop ring when it was 50 bucks. cents look at that it traded for a whole year at 50 cents one year or no, no not the full year but 10 months it traded at 50 cents and everybody was kicking themselves in the ass for not picking some up before the pump where's the price at now dollar. it is a dollar it is yeah 
pretty damn close. You want to talk about a surefire bet right now? This is it. This was, if I, remember you asked me earlier, if somebody were to ask me to put in some money. You would you, not say Looper. I would say Looper. For a first time crypto say, investor? No, no, I'm just saying, if you okay. wanted an exposure to a little bit more risk, well, you know, with some, you know, some project that has a lot of upside, that has security, that you're not like, you know, betting the house here, I think this is the most promising altcoin outside of the top 10 uh, for the biggest returns that maybe xrp xrp's in the top 10 but i'm telling you when the market comes back loop ring will be over two three dollars getting it now at a dollar is a steal my dude so um who, who was it was it russell uh russell you wanted to know about adam is there anything specific you want us to look at the chart you want the entry point exit point let me know if there's anything specific you want me to look at but here here's the adam chart i'm assuming that's what you wanted to look at this is the daily. Hmm. Oh, that's a big red candle. Let me pull up the Bollinger Bands here for you, my friend. Hmm. Yeah, let, let me know. Let me know what you want me to what you want me to look at. But this is the daily chart. Obviously. We are in a downtrend. Everything's in a downtrend right now. But these two big candles here, huge sell-off, huge buyback, went up, and we're kind of settling. I think we're going to trade in this $32 to $35 range for a little bit. But we are trading towards the lower end of the Bollinger Bands, which is a, a bullish sign in my opinion. So we'll see. But this this uh, this little one here, this little cross, that is called a doji. That is the pure indicator of no one knows what the fuck to do in this market so take it for what it's worth uh he said you think it will fall more an entry point okay so if we take a look so 26 bucks i mean here's my question to you russell how long do you plan on holding it for is it money you can afford to let it sit in there for the next two three four years is it something that if you double or triple your money you will pull profits out What's your plan? Let me know and I'll answer that question for you. Okay. Can you look at XYO? What do you want to know about XYO, chef? You want to know entry point, exit point, just, you know, nothing about the project. Let me know what you think, but I'll pull it up on CoinMarketCap first. Get your sneezing ass out of here. Uh, chef says he... I bought some in the bull and down 50%. Should I hold? Did you invest money that you were not willing to lose? Hmm. If the answer is yes, and you need the money, cut your losses. The answer is no, just leave it in there. Is bull this traded on Coinbase? I think I've seen it on there before. XYO is traded on Coinbase. Coinbase, yeah. Gate. KuCoin. This is the project that off that they do mine. You had money invested in XYO, didn't you, Robin? I Not did. Sure I had, any, had a big pump. Don't have any right now? But yeah, I don't. I don't have any of this. Uh, they used to do. They or they the way they mine. You can mine these on your cell phone. So I think there's an interest. I've seen some photos of their mining rigs, and it's basically like five iPhones stacked up sideways like like a graphics card and uh supposedly that's how you mine XYO so uh that's all I know about it outside outside of that but uh traded on Coinbase 
Uh, I don't know. Rank, what, is the, what does their rank, website say? Rank number 153. Not too bad. It has liquidity. It's outside the top 100. You could probably make some gains on it. Geospatial I mean, if you, if, you are, if you bought in and you're already holding at this point, you might as well just hold on to it. That would be my suggestion. Yeah. Like, why sell at the bottom? That's kind of the way I look at it. With altcoins, I mean, if you believe in the project long term, if they're on Coinbase, they're more than likely going to stick around for a while. So... I don't know. I would hold on. There you to go. It. I would hold on to it myself. Here, here it is. Robin was right. Here's the app. Coin app. You can download it, validate transactions, and you essentially are earning the coin token. So, hmm. and you can do it from your phone. That's pretty cool. Uh, so Russell, you're looking for a good entry point. Okay. So, if I, if I am Russell, and I am eyeing Adam, would I get in now? My plan is I'm not going to touch the money for at least two years. So what's a good entry point? If we zoom out, all-time highs, we're sitting right around 45 bucks. We're at 32. As far as support levels, we got decent support. We're, we're kind of under that first support. But we got decent support right here at 25 bucks. So we're only six, seven bucks off. So, you know, I would say yes. Now would be a decent entry point. Now, keep in mind, being in a bearish trend, being in a possible bearish market, it could keep going down. So dollar cost average. If you got $1,000, you want to put in Adam, put in 200 now. You know, I heard, a, I heard an analogy uh, this morning from another crypto investor. Uh, buying when the market is go- down and it's going down, you know, when it's dipping is like trying to catch a knife when it falls off a counter. You know, it's like you could go further down and you could take some more losses and you could get cut and you could never come back. Or maybe you just, you know. That's why you dollar cost average. Yeah. Dollar cost average. So if you got a thousand bucks, put in a hundred or 200 now. Next week, see where it's at. If it's down, put another hundred, 200. If it's up, you want to wait. Stereo 2 says, is there a way to know in advance what projects will be published on Coinbase? So there, there are a few indicators. Uh, for one, you have Coinbase Ventures. Yes. So there, that's what? their that's their venture capital arm where they where they uh, basically throwing money at young crypto projects. Also, if it's a U.S. based company, tends to they tend to have more U.S. based companies on their platform versus international. Uh, also, how long has the project been out? How big is the community? Uh, there's a lot of factors to it, but if you check those boxes, huge community, been around for a while, US-based company, Coinbase Ventures. If it checks all four of those, you can pretty much guarantee that it's going to it's gonna um, list. The only thing that'll prevent Coinbase from listing a token is if there's some security laws issues, uh, and there's been a lot of pro- promising product projects that looks like you know they check all the boxes however they're kind of under the magnifying glass for the sec uh so uh so that's, so that's rob I yeah i pulled up this website masari.io you can search coins you can search projects you can also search what these companies like coinbase ventures are have investing their money in so if we do it by market cap they have invested in Terra Luna, Polygon, Near Protocol, all Uniswap. Listed, all listed on, on, all of them are listed on Coinbase right now. There are a top six. couple that are not. Arweave is not. 
Mina is not. Mina's a weird one. They they, they have a pretty big project. They have the securities issue. They have oh Mina does concern, yeah they, with their token with their initial token sale. Uh, so basically, if you've sold tokens in a private sale and you are not decentralized enough yet, you can pretty much fall under. And that's what I said when when I referenced time. Time is a huge factor because if you if you have a private sale and then a public sale, then you launch your token and you still control the network, you're pretty much a company with investors, which is an, a securities violation. But now if you're more like Ethereum and more like Bitcoin and your protocol has been active and the developers aren't changing anything and it's its own little ecosystem naturally growing on the internet and the updates are done by a, by voting you know, through governance or through a mining uh, proposal. You know, you know what else, guys, is you can use this info and I'm going to put I'm going to show you guys again. You can use these info if you're looking to, to for some small cap projects that you want to throw some money at, like a, a lottery one. You can go here. You can do it by market cap and you can see tower six, seven million dollar market cap, saffron, rev, bounce. So. Again, very highly speculative, but chances of these being listed on Coinbase at some point are higher than any other project that Coinbase Venture is not invested in as far as small to low cap. So this might be a good resource for you. If you are interested in looking for low cap gems, something that can 100, 200, 300 DFib, DFib says Ethereum is down 7% in the past hour. Are we going through a market dump? What's the charts looking like? Uh oh, Cosmos is down. Look at that. Uh oh, the market might be tanking, guys. Is this the tank? Is this the tank? No, no. ETH is not down. ETH is actually up. You know what, Dfib? You trying to scare us, bro? Some bullshit, man. Anyways, pull up the coin market cap. Is there any move? Any movement on on, mm, the, on the prices on anything? Bitcoin holding strong. Thirty six nine. Yeah. Oh, Bitcoin's dropping. Oh, it's back up again. All right. <laughs> Anyways, again, you want to find low-cap projects that have a better chance of success than some other ones. Look no further. Masari.io. Go through. You can look at the companies or the projects that Coinbase has uh, put money in. Andreessen Horowitz, Pantera Capital. You can look at Crypto.com, whatever the other ones, Binance. So... These coins will obviously have a better chance of getting listed than any other small cap that hasn't been invested in by these companies. So, I, uh, I'm done. You're done, though. Finito. We actually have a lot on our slate today. We're going to be filming three deep dives today, and those will be coming at you starting Friday. Friday, Saturday, possibly Sunday. If not, it'll leak in the next week, but really cool. On the slate for this week, we have... Decentraland. We have the wild cousin of Polkadot Kusama. And we have Engine Coin. So those are our deep dives for this week. By the time we film and produce, you will see some of it starting on Friday, Saturday, possibly Sunday, depending. So so it, if you guys could take a look at the deep dives when we publish them, 
these projects are evolving and we've been changing kind of the format and layout. So if there's something you particularly enjoy about the deep dives. Yeah, give uh, us feedback, guys. Let, let us, us know. know. Like if there's something that's really cool that caught your eye that you really appreciate or is there something that you're really not so much a fan of that maybe that might something in there that might be distracting or irrelevant? Uh, let us know so that way we can put together a better end product for you and we can tailor our deep dives for your viewing experience. So um, I do want to say thank you for everybody in the chat. Everyone was uh, pretty vocal. Uh, I'm uh, I, I'm I'm be honest with you, man. A little, I'm a little hurt we didn't get over uh, the, the 10 subscribers today. I mean, 10 viewers. Seems like we were... Hey, we you were, know what? You know, I know the market's down. Typically, yeah. When when you're in a bearish trend, people don't go to crypto. But, uh, unless unless something big happens where the market just tanks like it did two days ago. But I will say, it just gives me more appreciation for the people that are here. Absolutely. So, everyone in here, Love I'd like to give a shout out to DFib. I'd like to give a shout <laughs> out to Chef Murder. I'd like to give a shout out to Leon, Stereo2, Russell, Russell, Aaron, Olga, Aaron. She- he already said Chef. Garrett. Garrett. Sean, Sean. Uh, yeah, we. I don't want to miss anyone. Did we? Yeah, miss did we miss anybody here? I'm scrolling up. Russell, did we say Russell already? I said Russell. Yeah, I think that's it. Well, guys, All we right. really appreciate you. We 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 like we we like the back and forth. We like the opinions. Uh, they apparently all like me more than you, David, as well. And that's just defib. He just likes you more. You know what? Well, you know what? The cream of corn rises to the top. Okay, <laughs> so the cream rises to the crop. So, you know what? One day, when we're like two years into this, I'm going to start taking note of all the dumb shit Robin says and all the sayings and like the words he says wrong. Let me tell you something. something Hold on, wait. Let me finish. All the words he incorrectly pronounces, the words he says wrong, the sayings, the statements that are wrong, and we're we're literally going to do a 30-minute blooper video of the dumb shit Robin has said where you're like, what? We'll get that for you guys. Anyways, we love you guys. You're wearing a huddle shirt, my dude. What, is it blue like mine? Is it blue? In case you didn't know, we actually sent Defib a. Uh, a that shirt. was Defib. Then you sent you sent Defib a I, shirt. Defib is your name, Travis. Say <laughs> <sighs> uh, Defib. This this is this is how you know I'm your favorite. I'm your favorite guy. Hold on, I'm your favorite guy here. Defib, are you Travis? Make a clip for him. Oh, 100%, bro. And the first one's going to be the cream rises to the crop. Cream of corn, baby. Cream of corn. Um, anyways, we are done, you guys. Stereo 2, you're very welcome, my hey, friend. Stereo 2, uh, DM us uh, when we get off. Uh, you showed interest in coming by the studio. Yeah, uh, if you want to see Stereo 2 in the studio, put a one in the chat before we sign off. Hey, you know what? Maybe we'll. Should we bring him in and and just have him be part of one of our lives? Just hang out. Yeah, we got a we got a uh, extra stereo too. What what do you think, bro? You want to come hang out with us on Friday and sit on the couch during our live? Defib said it was him. See, Defib, I pay attention. I pay attention. I pay pay attention to you, Defib. I know my dude. I know where you came from. I know our history. I know our past. David, he's got squirrel brain. He's got he's got short term memory loss and and long term memory loss and he doesn't he doesn't no know. No one wants to see your ugly ass, bro. Dope. Hey, Defib, I'm happy you got the shirt, bro. Thank you so much. Stereo, let us know, bro. The offer's out there. 
Friday during our live show. Russell, come hang Russell out with put us. a one in the chat. He wants to see him. Come. come hang out with us on the couch, live with us on the live stream. Remember, Friday, very important. Blockchain parlay results are going to be in. We'll see who the winner is, and the winner will get Cardano. We don't know how much yet. Well, we know how much. I'm not going to say it. Um, so make sure you come back for that. Travis Scott. Okay. No, uh, I like Travis better. Just leave it at Travis. Travis Scott, PTSD, Astro World. Anyways, we're signing out, you guys. We love you. Make sure you come back tomorrow, 11 a.m. Vegas time. Robin, anything you want to add? No? Perfect. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>